Welcome to this episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. I'm your host, Aubrey Walker. I work with the San Antonio Council on Alcohol and Drug Awareness, or CICADA. I'm the coalition coordinator for Kendall County. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, promote awareness of resources for Kendall County and to connect people. I have lived in Kendall County most of my life and I have a passion for this county. I hope you find this podcast helpful and thank you for listening. Hello everyone, today we are talking with Minka Masanji. She is the executive director with Girls on the Run. Thank you for coming on the episode today. How are you today? Hi, Aubrey. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes, of course. Um, we're very excited to learn about Girls on the Run. So let's just jump right into this uh, interview. But first, let's learn a little bit about you. Sure. What has been your most enjoyable job so far and how old were you? Um, if it's your most current job, don't worry about telling us your current age. <laughs> Good thing, because I would have to say it is my most current job. Um, yes. girl, the executive director with Girls on the Run Bear County. And we've been, um, actually, I'm the founding, one of the founding founders of Girls on the Run here in Bear County that, you know, working in Kendall County and Comal County. Um, and so we've been doing this for almost 13 years. So, so I'm at least 13 years old. <laughs> You're like I can tell you guys that the listeners can know that at least 13 I love it so um what is your role in Kendall County and what are you passionate about right now so my role in Kendall County is actually I'm getting to know Kendall County more um and that's how I'm feeling about my role right now so we're a small organization girls on the run and we do programming in schools and in parks and other community spaces but I feel like before COVID we um, had a lot of presence in, in in some of the elementary schools in Kendall County and that kind of fell apart during COVID so right now I feel like I just have a lot to relearn about the community and so my um my role really I feel like a student there but really trying to you know help kids and trying to get the program out into the community as well. So that is what I'm passionate about is helping, <laughs> yes. you know, helping kids adjust and readjust and figure out who they are and how they fit into the world. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more uh, specifically about the program? Let us, let us know what, um, what it's about. What do you, what do you do? Things like that. Sure. And so we're called Girls on the Run, but we're not exactly a running program. And that <laughs> is we are more social emotional learning and helping girls in third through eighth grade um, really figure out um, who they are and build confidence in them. And so we um, work with kids with a curriculum. We actually have a third through fifth grade program and a sixth through eighth grade program with age, age appropriate curricula. And so we work with the kids to help them figure out things like how to identify and, and um, how to identify their emotions, how to manage their emotions, how to be a good friend and how to identify good friends, um, what their comfort zone is, what empathy is, what a community is. So so things that help them be well-grounded individuals, um, but running is the tool that helps the kids learn goal setting. And so it's all about that physical um, component of healthy, you know, just being healthy and having that outlet and, and understanding um, how your body feels when you're doing things that are good for it. And so running is the tool. And it's not that we're a track program. It's not that a girl um, has to like to run. 
even. It's just you want to be out there and move and make friends. But the goal setting is working toward over the 10-week program, running or walking a 5K with the whole community. And so they can see their progress and they can understand how, you know, every day we give our best effort, for instance, and our best effort does not look the same every day. And that's okay. So learning to, to push yourself, yet give yourself grace. And really, that's what we all try to do with life, I hope. Yeah, right. And that's so good because it's it's you are teaching social emotional learning, but you're all that's such a healthy coping mechanism. Because I, I, speaking for myself, while I I always tell people I don't like to run, but I run frequently because that's my healthy coping mechanism. It's my way of handling the stressors of life. But if you ask me if I like running, I'm going to tell you no. <laughs> Yeah. And when you so, think of it as, oh, I have to go run. And it's right. like, oh, I don't want to do that. But if you think I get to go mm-hmm. do this and it's not that I'm out to go fast or, you know, go far, I just want to go and let my mind, I'm, I'm, you know, speaking, that's how I think of it. It's right, like, right. I want to just be out there because mm-hmm. that's a, great outlet and you can do it anywhere you don't Mm -hmm. have to have special equipment you don't have to really do anything special except roll out of bed and go exactly because I am I'm definitely not fast but (laughs) I get from point a to point b and that's the important thing and that's 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 the plan exactly (laughs) so you sound so passionate about this why are you passionate about it well, I mean, I, I love it. I love what the program stands for and the, the things that I see um, happening in the kids and in the coaches um, who actually serve the kids. So I didn't take up running until I was an adult in my 30s. So I'm at least 30 plus 13. <laughs> but I didn't take up running until I was an adult. I was actually a quiet kid and kind of shy and sitting in corners and reading books. And so um, I when I learned about this program, I thought, where was this program when I was a kid to help me learn how to make friends and how to just be myself and not worry so much about what other kids thought of me. So there was that component, but also running as an adult, I saw like how that helped my confidence, even as an adult, how it helped me get through adult things, you know, um, messy situations and family and sickness and all the kinds of things that happened to us in life. And it really kept me grounded and helped me get through those things. And so when I heard about Girls on the Run, which is a national program, we're, we're a local, you know, 501c3 here. Um, but when I heard about the program, I thought, where, where was this? And, and if I can help girls to feel the way that, you know, I wish I felt when I was a kid and how I'm feeling through running, then gosh, that's everything. Yeah, that's amazing. And, and you can definitely tell like you, this is something that you're so passionate about and you, you're so you're excited to share with others in the community. So that's, you can just hear it. So yeah, I really am. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, and you kind of shared a little bit, but when did you get involved and why is it important for the community? I know you shared a little bit on both of those, but if you could speak a little bit more about Sure. And so I got involved about 13 years ago. I wasn't actually even, I live in San Antonio and we started the program here in Bear County, but um, I thought, I heard about the program and thought, I wouldn't it be fun to volunteer? We are a volunteer volunteer-driven organization. And so the curricula that we use to serve the girls, um, we we train coaches, volunteer coaches, to do that facilitation. And so I thought, wouldn't it be fun just to volunteer? But there was no program here anywhere around San Antonio. And so fortunately, there were a group of women, a community here, 
who was already looking at thinking what would that mean to bring girls on the run here and so we just we did the fundraising and the work to be done mm-hmm. to start a nonprofit and so we started that here 13 years ago October wow. 1st 2013 will be our um our 2023 will be our 13 year anniversary and so that, you know I've been involved here in San Antonio from the beginning and what was the second part of your question? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but why is it, you know, why is it, I say, but why, you know, why, is it, why is it important for the community, for the girls, girls on the run? So one of the things I love about girls on the run and our curricula is that there's something in it for every girl, no matter where she lives. So kids, you know, no matter where they live or where they come from, they all have similar kinds of struggles they're dealing with. And that hasn't changed um, in the sense that kids have similar struggles, especially I think girls who often, um, you know, we all deal with social media, for instance, but girls, it has a stronger impact on them. And, you know, I don't know if you heard about the study that just came out mid-February from the Centers for Disease Control, um, the 2021 Youth Risk Behavior Survey that showed Mm -hmm. how much um, even the pandemic, so things were tough for girls before the pandemic, and they seem to become tougher, that more girls um, feel persistently sad or hopeless. That's actually a quote from the Mm -hmm. survey. And so there's, um, uh, there's higher rates of suicide ideation. There's higher rates of all kinds of issues that kids are having. And so I feel like with a program like ours, we're uh, hopefully about prevention, eight through 13 year olds. Like, how can we help kids know that they have a safe space, safe adults, that it's okay to feel the way they do. And there are places to go where they can talk about it. And hopefully that'll help them. And I just think that's so important that hasn't changed. And in fact, it seems the need is getting bigger, especially for younger girls. Yeah. I, I think one thing, and uh, for me, and uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I run, I'm not the fastest, I'm not the best, you know, but it is for my mental health. And so I think something that just is sometimes lost is it's, it's this mental game. It, like, you know, it's, it's you against you, basically, when you're running, it's, can I keep going? Can I go a little bit faster, kind of a thing. And I think that's so good to teach, you know, these girls they can, you know, and, and each week, each day, you know, it's just a, a little bit more or a little bit faster, whatever the game, whatever the, whatever it is, you know, however often they run or anything like that, that is such an amazing tool for them. And, and, and I, I would think that it would teach them some great self-confidence to really rely, like, I can do this. I can push myself. You you nailed it. I mean, that yeah. is exactly the way that, you know, I think about it is that running teaches kids they can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, starting running, I mean, running is hard. It doesn't matter if you're running a quarter of a mile or a marathon, every, every quarter of a mile counts. I mean, it is hard. And so, I mean, that's pretty, even still what I do, if I can just make it to that stop sign, yeah. then, yeah. then you make it to the stop sign. It's like, okay, I can do this. And if I can do this, I can do anything. And that's what we want the kids to learn. And running is so unique in that you're, you're out there. It's just you, as you said, you're, you're out there. It's just you against you. Can I give my best effort today? And of course, any sport can be like that, any activity, 
but you really are depending on you mm-hmm. yet with uh, something like girls on the run or other, you know, team kind of sports, you know, you have a team there as well. Running is not a team sport, but we work within a team to help the kids learn safe spaces and friendship and all those other things. And they learn that there's a group of girls out there who will encourage them. And it's so important for girls to support girls and women to support women. And so that helps um, model that behavior for them early on. Yes, absolutely. Oh, I love that. Gave me chills. Um, so how did, and you spoke a little bit about COVID and kind of how things had changed it a little bit, but how has COVID impacted this work? And it, and it can be positive and or negative. So for us in a couple of different ways, we are volunteer driven. And so we rely, we can't do what we do without the volunteers who work directly with the kids that we serve. So one of the good things about COVID is that like this, this semester, our programs are kind of semester based. They go over 10 weeks that coincide with fall and then with spring. And so the first semester that we had to shut down with COVID that we could start programming again, we actually had more volunteers sign up than kids to serve. So it helped us to know, wow, you know, not only are we making an impact on the girls we serve, but also on the coaches and through the volunteer coaches who serve them. And so that's been just an amazing thing to to know. And, you know, that's something that we, um, we're just, we we love our coaches and our volunteers, Um, but we're school-based. And so we try to meet the kids where they are, which means going to school. And when school shut down, that really affected us because we couldn't have programming. We had to learn new ways to do that. And so we were able to figure out how to do things a little bit differently. We started really focusing on park-based teams or community-based teams. Could we be at the YMCA? And we were before, but we were even more so starting with COVID. Could we be in a church parking lot? We actually had a program in a church parking lot. Um, So where could we have a safe physical space for the girls to actually go do programming that helped us to grow? And then, you know, we had to think less about running and more about physical activity because we did programming virtually for a little while. And so if a girl is sitting in her living room, she can't go run laps, but maybe you have a jump rope, or maybe you can go walk your dog, or maybe you can go up and down the stairs. And so we learned to adjust the way we think about physical activity to help to really meet the kids where they are. And so you know, some challenges and some good things. Um, We're growing back. Before COVID, we were serving almost a thousand girls every year. And that was phenomenal. And then we went from a thousand to 43. (laughs) So we're building, building our way back and just trying to Mm -hmm. figure out, you know, how, what the world looks like now and how we can function in it. Wow. It's a big difference, but yes, (laughs) but you'll get back. Yeah. I mean, and everyone, everyone matters, you know, every, every kid we serve, it's just beautiful to see how they grow. Yes. So um, what is your favorite part about working in Kendall County? You know, one of the things that I really love about Kendall County is the community um, is so caring. I mean, I've been really becoming, um, learning more about the nonprofit community there, for instance, and everybody is so welcoming and so happy just to help each other and, and how, because they care about um, the people that, that live there. And so however those people can be served, it, it doesn't matter who serves them as long as the people, especially kids, get what they need. So I love the people I meet in there. It's such a close-knit and loving community. So is there anything that 
I missed, is there any extra information or any topic that you will just want to drive home? Anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? I think um, hmm, mainly, I, I guess, to share about Girls on the Run is that, you know, we and I've said it, I, I know throughout that we are volunteer driven. And so we rely on people who care about um, seeing kids grow to really be a part of our program. And so you don't have to be a runner to volunteer with Girls on the Run. You just have to care about kids. And so I think that's important for people to know. And um, if people are interested, like if they're not runners or even if they are, but they want to come to a 5K and see like, what is, how does our program end? We do 5Ks twice a year and the Girls on the Run 5K is, I'm a little biased, but I think it is the most joyful 5K around. It's just really nice to see um, just to see the look on the kids' faces when they cross the finish line. It's pretty oh, awesome. But yeah, I mean, any way that we can serve kids and help them grow and be strong is a good thing. So how can somebody, uh, this is the last question, how can somebody listening to the podcast connect with you or Girls on the Run? So they could find us on, on the website and okay. social media outlets. We are on, you know, so through social media, GOTRBC, which stands for Girls on the Run Bear County. But our website is GOTRSanAntonio.org. And so they can find us either way. Um, there's a lot of information about what we do and how we do it. All right. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. I am very excited to learn about Girls on the Run. I did not know as much about it. And so it's so great to see that this is a, this is something that, you know, is here in Kendall County. It's in Bear County, it's in Comal. So I really hope that in the future, we get to see you guys grow even more um, and and get back up to the thousand, you know, girls uh, each year being served. Um, So thank you so much. And um, thank you to the listeners for listening. Thank you. I appreciate being here. It's been fun. Thank you for tuning in to this month's episode of Kendall County Connections podcast. If you are interested in joining the coalition or being on an episode of the podcast, you can call 210-225-4741. That's 210-225-4741 or email coalition at cicada.org. That's C-O-A-L-I-T-I-O-N at S-A-C-A-D-A dot O-R-G. Or check us out on Facebook, search for Kendall County Community Coalition or facebook.com slash Kendall County Community Coalition. Thank you. We'll see you next time and stay safe.